Welcome to the FAFO Monday podcast, where we go ahead and interview interesting, strange, and unique people from all across the micro-universe. This morning, we have Ginevra. She is the princess of chocolate. She's got an amazing accent, and y'all are going to fall in love with her. We also have Deadpool, as usual, that dirty bastard. (laughs) (laughs) What up, what up, people? Thank you for having me. Not a problem. It's great to have you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From, from Lady Pasta to Princess of Chocolate. I like this. <laughs> there you go. See? I don't know if that's an upgrade. I love, I love them both. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't beat pasta. You're Italian, so you should know it really, really well. Yeah. Now I'm starting making risotto with my mushrooms, strain-specific risottos. So you guys <laughs> should come over for dinner. Oh, nice. Did, actually, oh, didn't actually, did you say that's where you started? Yes. Yes, yes. So, well, how I started, I was in Hawaii for seven months uh, when COVID hit. I was living in Wailea and this chick comes up to me at a party with a bag of beautiful mushrooms. They were white and beautiful. And she's like, do you want to try them or you want to buy the bag? And I was like, I never uh, done mushrooms before. I'm scared of it. I don't do drugs in general. Like if I have a shot of something, I'm done for the night kind of person. All right. And, and she goes like, well, you don't have to just trip on them. Have you heard of microdosing? And I'm like, no, I haven't. And she's, she's like a shaman and, you know, and she started explaining me about the mushrooms and I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy this bag and try it out. And then I started nibbling on these mushrooms and then a little more. I actually, guys, as today, I never tripped a mushroom yet. <laughs> so, no, wow. I, I don't I, do that often either. I, know, I don't I do that often. I'm a big fan of doing moderate doses just till you feel good and then you're done. That's, that's what I do. Right. That's right. So the maximum I've done probably was one. The other night I was like, I'm going to grab grab my white rhino, you know, like uh, now I'm known on Discord because I revived with P-Funk. I revived um, uh, from dry fruit this white rhino that nobody knew what it was. And I took some and I think I t- took a 0.8. I'm like, I'm going to take more and more. And then I was just having such a good time that I didn't end up doing it. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, once you get to that, once you get to that one level, I mean, it's going to last for a couple hours, you know. I so know. really, you know, you don't want to, you don't know if when you take those next couple, just how they're going to end up, and then you're stuck there for two hours. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. So, anyways, that's how I started. Like, I bought this bag of mushrooms. I was living the life in Hawaii. I had this beautiful condo on the beach. And uh, I kept eating them for seven months. And when I came back to the land. Uh, two years ago, I started studying them and try to find them. But like here in Washington, they have like, you know, like this, some bags of very teeny things. And then I start Googling how to grow them. And actually, I got stuck into what I consider a scam. I start buying bags from curative mushrooms. And uh, I try to grow with those. Things won't come out, this and that. And then this lady called Anne... She comes and I was paying a hundred dollars a month to be in their Discord. What? And this, I swear to God. Hold on, was, we could make people pay to be yeah, in the Discord. I, I, I can, I can charge people to be on my desk. Wait, wait, can I charge people to how be on my we, show? How did <laughs> we never think of this? I know, a hundred dollars a month to be on their Discord, and then this lady 
Uh, and she came and rescued me and got me in one of the P-Funks Discord. And that's where I start learning everything, right? And I was like, okay, so you need a bag of brain and then you need substrate and then you need to be sterilizing. You need this, this, and da, 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 da. But you guys won't believe it. I grew so far, like probably 30 strains. You know when I... Uh, I've, seen, that... I've seen your setup. I know what you've grown. That is yes. nice. So, you know, when did I start growing? When I injected my first bag? When's that? October 1st. Oh, shit. Oh, I wow. know. You're doing after, great. I know. After two years of studying, and I was like, and literally, P-Funk, Happy Trees, all these people, and you guys now are teaching me everything I need to know. It's just it's such a long jump because all of you guys have been growing for 20 years and you do no gatekeeping which is is amazing and that's yeah. why i want to teach others as well oh yeah i've been talking to p-funk a lot lately it's weird i've, I've seen him around a lot and then you he's know lately the... i've been yeah yeah he's I've my brother quite a bit he's a really nice guy we should totally have him on he's a lot yeah, of fun so. next week p-funk yeah. you're on <laughs> yeah, we'll, to... we'll just we'll just ambush him with there him. you go it's my man. I tell you, it's my man. My brother from different mother. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a real he's a real nice guy. I've never had any any bad interactions with him at all. He's a great guy. Yeah, and he tells you how it is. You know, like some of these guys are really tough. You know, like and and they tell you, hey, no, you fuck up. And like every time that you boys tell me that's wrong, I just get this high. You know, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah. that's wrong. I'm gonna make it good. Like I I've yeah. been criticized a lot on my on my um instagram when i started because i was trying to teach people but some things i would i was just jump steps and you know like and there were some guys that was like are you an idiot why that's not the way you show people and instead of getting offended i would say like thank you for telling me this i'll yeah. do better you know right. constructive criticism you know some people take it right some people just uh they break down it. and run away Right, love it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why. Every time I try to give constructive criticism, people just freak if you don't out. Constructively on me. criticize. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're an idiot. You're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, not all the time. Just yeah. to certain people who are, are incapable of learning. That's true. Yeah. Sorry. There's there's willful we, we, willful ignorance, and then there's like I just don't know. Yeah, we, you know? we believe me, I, I started that uh, the um our our little server years ago. And we brought in, look, all the, how many people we got, and they're all almost like master growers now. We don't, we don't hold oh, shit yeah. back. I mean, sure, yeah. we have little secrets. Squid Ink Boy over here has that he doesn't tell anybody until it slips out. But, you know. <laughs> well, nobody really specifically asked me, and then they, because they don't know to ask me. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's but, like, hey, what random shit do you got going on? But uh, I experiment a lot, um, and I read a lot, just. Because I want to push the limits of what I can and can't do. Um, I get bored growing the same stuff over and over. And so I just like, I wonder if I can make this grow on XYZ. You know? What so, kind of grain? Yeah, what, so, what's your favorite grain to grow on? Me? Geneva? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I started with millet from, uh, from Mycology Simplified. And I loved it and I got excited and this and that. And then I was scrolling through buying like all my stuff. I make these huge orders. And then I was like, what is that dark one? And I started with Milo. And I injected Milo the first time and it was colonizing so fast. And I was like, 
holy shit, next thing you know, no more millet for me. And then right. Pifanka goes, hey, I just started to make a drippy corn. Uh, I'm going to send you a bag. And uh, I was like, okay, I injected that too. And I was like, oh my God. So now I don't know which one is my favorite. I'm doing a half and half. And Yes, they're both great, and I really don't know. I'm just, I think I'm gonna keep going with both. And I love both for grain to grain because I just love doing grain to grain. And pretty much, I don't even use liquid culture anymore, I just do swabs to agar, agar to grain, and grain to grain. I, I just, do the same just, thing, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, what are, you, what are yeah. you doing as far as your grain prep? Like, how are you doing your grain prep? I buy my grain from Pifunk, okay. Yeah, which is because he sterilized them amazing. He puts the perfect amount in the bags. I just love the way. I love to support the community. Fortunately, I am. I can afford it. So, like, that's... Uh, I just rather do that. And I buy the not-so-simple so straight from him. And uh, It is a pain I, in the ass sterilizing everything, for sure. Exactly, yeah. you know. And it's just, like, I just really got... Like, I really get contaminated very rarely because of it. For the tabs, I do Happy Trees uh, tech. So I put uh, on the longer side, I put uh, two long, two holes by the liner. Yeah. And on the shorter side, I, I put the holes on top. Ah, so and you got, you're going to school. Yeah, just working out for me. I don't yeah, know what so to that, tell you. That, that's exactly how I do my tubs. So, yeah, no, that's old. I've, I've been doing it since you had to put your, your tubs in uh, black trash bags tied up and don't look at it for 12 days. So, yeah. yeah. Do it the same way, just now I knew I could look at it from the outside. You see how back in the days when it was all like it was like half magic to make it right, yeah. work. Yeah. There was no science involved, it was just like prayer, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you guys <laughs> saw did you guys saw that post on Instagram or something or, or TikTok where someone was growing mushroom out of toilet paper? Yeah, that's not hard. No, that's it's just paper. And it's, and it's cellulose. It yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh my gosh, like that and everything. But you see how lucky I am because, like, I get all you guys' stack. I just like copycat, and like, I have this huge mushroom growing. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I we got so people lucky. growing out of diapers now. Yeah, we talked about growing out diapers two weeks ago. I got a boy ultra. Up. He's growing. He's growing mad shit on diapers now. <laughs> so, that is so yeah, it's fun with the poop or without. Well, without, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Ultra, they'll it, be growing on shit. <laughs> well, that's what mushrooms grow well on, right? I don't well, like poop, but, you know, maybe. Yeah, well, well, it works really well with uh, horse poo is what yeah. I've used in the past. It works great. It's kind of what they like to eat. Uh, I don't anymore. I just make, like, really fancy compost, basically, which I, you know, forest floor is what I call it, and that's what I grow on. It smells great, and it doesn't have poo in it. How'd your, well, how'd your hobo one go? Hobo? Is he, your news thing. Your uh your troll your troll uh oh, your troll bag. No, it's it's going good. It's been really cold and it's been really cold in the part of the house that I've grown, so everything's going really slow. But I what I basically what I did is I made just substrate out of a seven dollar bag of, of uh of potting soil from Home Depot and then literally just went out and mowed random grass in the yard and scraped it up and made a uh, substrate out of it. Hmm. And like wow. sticks and trees and I mean, it had just everything that would be in the yard, you know, like leaves and stuff in it. 
And people are like, it's not going to work. And I'm like, it works, man. I mean, mushrooms, they want to grow as bad as you want to grow them. And it's just their primary decomposers. So they're going to eat whatever you want it. You feed them, right? So uh, not a big deal. And same thing with the grain spawn. I was like, you can make grain spawn out of pretty much anything. So we just went and I went out and bought the cheapest bird food with black oil sunflower seeds where everybody says you can't do and from PetSmart and went and cut up a bunch of tall weeds in the backyard and mixed it in there with it and made grain spawn out of it. Just the entire purpose of it was just to piss people off. You know, we're great. <laughs> It'll work. <laughs> Can I tell you something what I did the other day? Do it. Uh, so I live by the Alboretum here in Seattle, and uh, I just grabbed a bunch of spawn bags, and I went to the Alboretum, which is people can go there for a walk, and I planted magic mushrooms all over the Alboretum. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> then I'm even going to go back with little flags, and just people will start seeing these beautiful strains growing all over the Alboretum. I probably wouldn't put the flags out there. I would just make it more like yeah. an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Maybe I should do like, yeah, like a little uh, scavenger hunt. One thing or that I've done when I lived in uh, in Austin is that uh, Liberty Caps grow like crazy in this part of Texas, right? So, uh, but they grow in like around plants. Like, so all these little places where they have like rose bushes and stuff growing and just city parks is that I would take and make huge batches of liquid culture and I'd put it in a camelback bladder and just spray it into like around the plants. <laughs> and just like the all of the, what do you got, that uh, that hardwood mulch that they put down where it's yes. just amazing substrate for it. And I yes. mean, they're watering it, they're taking care of it. It's, you know, weed free and everything. So it would grow huge flushes of like Liberty Caps, right? Like, in front of the state capitol building and shit. Shut up. <laughs> so you went back and checked and they grew? Oh yeah, that grows they grow like crazy around here. Um yeah, you could you can find them like on Sixth Street, uh outside the bars now. Uh just because me, well, pretty much me. Um just dumping liquid culture whenever I went. Just walking along and then it's like, oh hey, look, there's some plants. That looks like a nice little shady spot. And then Upper liquid culture. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. So liquid culture, I have a question because I'm a newbie, right? Uh, isn't that very perceptive to contamination? So I would think if you just dump it in the wild, you know, like that's how they live anyways. Yeah. It, you know, it's okay. not it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt anything. By the time your liquid culture is mature, it's pretty much used up all the nutrients inside the liquid culture anyway. That's just liquid mycelium. At that point. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty so strong. It's, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty potent. So it's just basically think of it kind of like liquid uh, agar, you know, where it's just liquid, got mm-hmm. it's, liquid love. Yeah. Instead of having <laughs> yeah. a instead of having a two dimensional plane where where your mushrooms are growing, like your strain mm-hmm. is growing, it's growing into the big three dimensional, you know, liquid. So uh it, it works really, really well. I like liquid cultures because I can mm. uh, I I can just inject straight through a bag with a liquid culture without And you without avoid opening. the contamination, I know. And I, I still have a ton, but the problem is I don't know how to make it, and it's so convenient. And it did actually happen to me a couple times when from grain to grain, it did. I did got a little bit of contamination, and I had to throw the bags away. 
Oh. Liquid culture is stupid easy to make. You just want to shoot for about a 3% sugar, you know. So uh, you can make it from honey, from table sugar. You can make it from anything, really. Cairo syrup is a real popular one. Liquid light malt extract is real popular. We add, I add a bunch of random weird shit to mine, like peptone. And my, my, mine is complicated to make, and it's way overly complicated, only because I like making complicated shit. It has, it, it grows just as good with just like honey, a little bit of dextrose, and, and some peptone as it does. But my light. question is, what do make you do? Tea. You just grab. But what you do, you just grab a piece of agar, drop it in honey, and then put some sterilized water, and then you wait. Like, how does it work? No, 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 no. No, you got to sterilize a whole jar. Yeah. Uh, with, and you put it in the pressure cooker, 20, 25 minutes. And mm-hmm. then you can go ahead and put your, your tissue culture, or you can inject a little piece of a, um, agar through a syringe or take the top off or more. Or it can just transfer some liquid culture into the new liquid culture, and it'll start expanding, just like you do on agar. Think of liquid so, culture as liquid agar. You're just not yeah. adding the agar. So let me let me walk you through it real quick. Uh, this Please. is what I do. It's a little bit complicated. So I take a big stainless steel pot, and then I add like three gallons of water to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so then I then I add uh, like a cup of honey, a cup of liquid malt extract, a cup of like uh, pure dextrose powder, and then like a couple of tablespoons of uh, peptone to it. And I want to bring it up to 3% sugar by volume. And the, But don't taste it after you add peptone to it, because peptone t- smells like dead skunk asshole, right? It's basically, <laughs> peptone is, uh, is hydrolyzed bacteria. So it's bacteria that they've, they've grown a big bunch of bacteria, and they've forced it through really tiny metal holes at high pressure, which is shredded, the bacteria and turned it into basically compost for whatever you're trying to grow, right? Your mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Peptone is, is like, yeah, it's, it's, it smells like death, but it's really, really good for you. It's just like super power. You will, mushrooms. you will, on agar yeah. and that, where you use it. Oh yeah. You will see Everything. a massive, massive improvement. The first time you use it, you'll be like, I'm oh, it's huge. Back. Yeah, it's great. So uh, then I take that and I, I heat it up on the stove and just until all the sugars dissolve, until it like looks clear again, and then I strain it through a funnel with a uh, piece of cotton in it, just so that it gets any of the chunks of the liquid malt extract out because liquid malt extract has like grain and stuff in it, and uh, I just put that tea now into jars, put the lid on the jar, and then pressure cook that for. 15, 20 minutes at, you know, 15 PSI. And now it's sterile in that jar for all eternity until you add anything you want to grow in there, right? So uh, until you add your, your culture to that jar, you can leave that jar on the counter for, you know, the shelf for two or three years. It's wow. sterile until you open it. Um, so it's not going to, nothing's bad's going to happen to it. Uh, and then I'll just take, usually in front of my flow hood, I will take the best looking piece of agar, like just a little tiny sliver. And I'll drop that in the jar or you can do like, there's all sorts of different methods. You can take a stainless steel straw and punch out a little piece. You can pluck. Always a piece make of agar. sure that it's from a, yeah. a grow that you've done. Don't make yeah. sure it's not just agar from spores because just because it looks great and it's rope. Yeah. Does not yeah. mean that it's going to fruit. So you want to make yeah, sure so, this is, this is a, this is a you know, a culture that you have proven. to put it out. 
Yeah. Because, see, I back a long time ago when I first started, I was, man, I made all – I went straight from Spore to, to, to Agar, and I made all sorts of really cool-looking dishes, right? And only about half of them would actually grow fruit. They look great. They look great <laughs> on Agar. They were just amazing, ropey, cool-looking, crazy spiderweb patterns, but they just didn't fruit because I accidentally – selected too much and i selected the fruiting out of it yeah so look at them fucking mushrooms right out of that damn culture yeah so explain <laughs> me why explain me why if you see uh like mycelium grows or the agar like the the spider whatever like why someone grow uh because you're so any genetics yeah there's so you when you go from spore to agar you've got like two hundred and fifty thousand different genetic options Right in each spore, yeah. male, female, and everything in between. Absolutely everything in between, because there's there's 250,000 sexes. In LBGYA, how do you call that? Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but way more than humans have made yeah. up yet. Okay, That's, so there's there's letters in the alphabet. We don't have enough letters. So there's 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 all these different ones. Well, together, I mean. You're going to get something that if you just take the spores and you went straight to grain with them and magically it didn't contaminate, you're going to have something that's going to fruit because the ones that don't fruit that just colonize are going to just stay colonized, right? And the ones that can fruit are going to fruit. So you're going to always have an opportunity. There's always going to be a chance that you're going to select accidentally for something that looks great and makes really pretty mycelium but does not have contain the genetics to fruit. And that might be that it's just part of like the mushroom's immune system, right? If we can have a mm-hmm. super fast colonizer that doesn't fruit, well, like maybe it can outcompete everything around it and allow the stuff that's going to fruit to actually fruit. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Wow, I'm learning, you see? Yeah. See? Never yeah. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yeah. That's amazing, <laughs> so you, guys. You could accidentally uh, select yourself out of fruit. Right. <laughs> you're gonna look. You're gonna look. Really, you're gonna look really pretty, but you're gonna be horrible in bed. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ship all those plates to all my friends. Hey, I got something great for you. And then, oh my gosh, I'm glad I learned this today. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So that's what you want to grow. Yeah, you want to grow out and make sure that you're gonna have fruit, and the fruit's gonna look good. And then, then I pick the best fruit from that, and I clone it. By peeling it apart and taking a little piece from the inside of the stipe, right? Mm-hmm. From the, and then I put that little piece on agar, and now I've cloned that mushroom. But each mushroom is not necessarily one set of genetics. So what happens is three or four sets of genes can come together and twist up into that knot. Yeah. That, that did becomes the pin. So um, you might, when you clone, you're not going to guarantee that you're going to get you might that, still have sectors. You might still you get might, sectoring. Yeah, you might still get sectoring, but that's okay because you know that that clone makes that type of mushroom, right? Uh-huh. So it's perfectly fine to not have an absolutely perfect symmetrical dish. Yeah, they look great on Instagram, but sometimes those perfect symmetrical dishes don't fruit. Yeah, they look Got great. It. They look great so, in pictures. Awesome. So you're telling me that there was a chance, you know, when I I cloned from dry fruit my white rhino, there was a chance it wasn't going to fruit. I had no, no idea. Yeah. No, 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 because you actually cloned it from a fruit. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. you were gonna you're gonna fruit because it cloned from a fruit. If you'd have cloned it from like dried mycelium in the bottom of a bag somewhere, or there was a chance. That was, yeah, or that spores. Was on the outside of the skin, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a chance that way it wasn't going to fruit, but it's not too difficult to revive um, dried mushrooms. I, I did it years ago just to, well, to piss off people on Reddit. Uh, I took, you know, the the ramen noodles. They have mm-hmm. the, the Asian ones have a little piece of mushroom inside of them. My favorite are the Shin Black. They're they're a type of ramen noodle. Well, they have a little piece of mushroom inside, and I was like, you know what? Fuck you! I'm going to clone that. So I cloned a little. Mushroom that was inside the ramen noodles. That's amazing. And it was. It just turned out to be a shiitake. It was a good shiitake, but uh, <laughs> um, it was just a shiitake mushroom. But uh, I no, just did re- it because everybody said Sorry. you couldn't. Yeah. So the reason why I did it is because I was uh, running out of my own fruit to make uh, chocolate, right? And then uh, a friend of mine had like a pound of this beautiful, like leucistic albino, whatever fruits from Thailand. And he told me they are white rhino. And I'm like, ah, I wish you had like hillbilly or pea or whatever, but I'll buy it. I buy this fruit and start making chocolate. And all of a sudden, everybody's going crazy over this fruit. And uh, uh-huh. because it's kind of like this natural Xanax, it makes you feel so good. It takes anxiety away. It is, it's literally like magic. And then I'm like, shit, I'm running out. Like, what am I going to do? Call the guy. He doesn't have it anymore. Doesn't know where this fruit came from. He said, the only no- thing I know is from Thailand. So I called P-Funk. I'm like, I need this fruit. And I ask everybody on Discord, did anyone heard about a white rhino? Nobody did. And then that's where I opened the inside and I grabbed the fuzzy part of the mushrooms. And I put the uh, one piece of the dry on agar and then i i put in the steel water another piece for six hours put them both to our agar and they both took and now like i send plate out to people i degrow it and i have them in tabs that's what happened to me just because i needed this this chocolate Necessity. that everybody wants yeah that's freaking kick-ass girl that's awesome good job yes. <laughs> thanks that's cool that's cool as shit you always, always got to prove the haters wrong got to prove them wrong yeah and not only that, but I mean, you did it. You did it on your own when you just started doing shit back in October. That's yes. cool. That's good shit. That's amazing. Good job. Impressive. Impressive. Even. That is. That is. You. you get I know cool people that. For, I was about to say that for fucking six months, yeah. they fucking uh, they would they wouldn't be able to think about doing that. I know people who've been growing mushrooms for freaking like two or three years and refuse to even play with agar because it's scary. Right. Ooh. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's like, ooh, look, Jello. But, uh, <laughs> well, like, yeah, but also like, yeah, the, the fact is that I was scared too at first. And then you boys, one of you boys told me, hey, you're never going to be like the shit until you play with agar. And yeah. the challenge came along and I was like, order 60 agars from the yep. Mia. From- challenge accepted. Accepted. And there you are. Now agar is my favorite thing to do. It's my zen. Oh, it's I can do that yeah. for hours. Yeah, it's yeah, good. me too. Yeah, oh, and also like the fact that like me want to make more agar. I know, and also you know when you were saying that about the asymmetrical agar. So what yeah. I do now, I take a little piece of this uh, part that I like and a little piece of that, put them in the same agar, and then I grab where the meat, where the 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 mycelium meets up in the middle. I grab right. that yeah. piece and then I transfer it, and I I just like 
it is more like it's like playing Tetris, you know. It's just like yeah. put them together. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so it, you, if they're agreeing and getting along where they meet up, you'll see them kind of form their. They'll, they'll grow out from that one spot yeah, and kind of form their own. Little, yeah, their own sector. And those are yeah. ones like, all right, they meet up and they go, yo, homie, you want to do this together? Like, sure. <laughs> and so they they get along, right? They're dating, they met, they get along. You'll see where they fight and there'll be a blank spot between them. Um, and those ones, you don't want to take a sector from there. Oh, that like didn't happen to me. It's, it's like a Romeo and Juliet love story, you know, and then they all yeah. kill themselves. But yeah, let's die together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, well, they'll play, like, mushrooms are just amazing at chemical warfare that's where we get a lot of our antibiotics and stuff from but i yeah, mean they're they'll kill the shit they, out of each other their spit yeah. is like an antibiotic they swim through their own spit yeah did you hear that the guy you know we were talking about the podcast from michael geeky before we got online and and the doctor said that actually magic mushroom help also with joint pain and this and that so i yeah. got my knee i blew my knee playing tennis uh in hawaii like six years ago and my knee has been a mess since, uh, and I got surgery, this and that. Well, I swear to God, I microdose almost every day, and my knee doesn't hurt anymore, guys, for real. Wow. I wanted to say it at the podcast because I want people to know, like, actually, it does help with joint pain. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Not only awesome. mentally, it's awesome. It really is. So that, and, that's with the, and that's with the white rhino that you do? Uh, well, I actually do, I microdose with white rhino and iceberg. Those are my favorite. Okay. I've been and hearing about I'm... white rhino and iceberg lately and I have, I never heard of them up until a couple, about a month ago. Yeah, no, they, they are, they're awesome. I make honey with it and then uh, I put in my coffee every morning. So the honey, I wait three months. Like I start making it almost like immediately. Uh, wait three months and then like I have so many jars of honey and I just put in my coffee and I go. It's beautiful. Do you filter your honey or do you leave it chunky? <clears throat> no, so I uh, blended um, I blended to very thin powder, put in the right. honey and then I flip them every day like you do for champagne, you know, I am in yeah. the wine yeah. business. I, I own a wine company so like I know also how to make wine. So okay. when, when, when you nice. yeah, when you grab it every day and turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it. Then like, and then I mix the powder be every morning before I put it in my, in my drink. I just like the powder in it, but I will start make putting like maybe a boards in it and try that way too and see if I like it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. I use a coffee grinder is how I get my stuff to a fine yeah. powder. Yeah. It works really, really well. Me too. That's what I use. Speaking of, speaking of wine, I make wine and beer and all sorts of stuff too. I think mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those things that the people that like do it yourself are kind of the people that are growing mushrooms, mm -hmm. you know, like, because I see a lot. We have just in our group of friends and our time, we have a tiny discord that's just kind of like our family and like half of us make wine and beer. Um, yeah. and I make mead. That, mead. Yeah. He makes <laughs> mead. I make lasagna. I, <laughs> oh, nice. I can't argue with lasagna. It's my like favorite Like a good Italian girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my Venmo is at lasagna bar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, no, That's... but you're right. You know, like you just like you always see people that are rather artistic or, you know, they, they just like to play with chemical thingies or there is always some kind of background of why you want to learn, you know, because like you could totally go and buy mushrooms, you know, it's just the, 
the growing part is magic. It's more magical than the mushroom itself, I feel like. Well, I mean, if, if you like it, I also noticed that the uh, it's always a sterile thing, you know? It, if you're sterile, you have to be sterile when you do your beer and stuff like that. You want to make sure everything's clean. It's uh, They all, like, mix together with your with your sterile technique. So the people that are good at mushrooms are going to be good at all that other, all those other things. So you just yeah. easily move back and forth. Yeah, I tell you one other story. So about a month ago, I started feeling too comfortable. And, you know, all my big friends, Fungulation and P-Funk and Happy Trees and all these people, uh, they taught me, they said, like, I can't believe how amazing you are. We've never seen so much. that I got kicked out of, out of a Discord uh, in the past because they thought I was a rat, you know, because, like, my stuff was growing so good and I was such a newbie. And then they discovered I just was an excited Italian little girl that was trying to just like have fun <laughs> so i got i got back in it but what happened is that i got too comfortable because everybody was giving me compliments that i start uh, jumping steps right i was oh, cutting always corner. happens always happens i start cutting corner next thing you know i come back from colorado from vacation i go into my tent 16 tabs completely molded oh i had to throw every single thing away and start all over and it was the biggest wake up call like no more cutting corners you know like we are not invincible and the mushrooms i put you back to her and like it was hard it was tough so you are you growing grapes as well do you have a vineyard so what happened is like up in uh, walla walla we do have some vineyards and we buy grapes um and also we contract, we contract vineyards, so we grow it ourselves. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, A to Z, for real. I just, because um, uh, I know that like uh, uh, trick is a very big uh, thing with grapes, like it, it's good yeah. for the soil. And I was just yeah. like, man, every time you go out, you're going to have to sterilize yourself between your, or your, your, your vineyard and going into your mushrooms. Have you yeah. tried burying your mushrooms out by your grapes? Not yet, you know, not you yet. Should. Also because also because I started in wine business into I'm forty-three years old now and I started when I was twenty-five in Colorado. I used to sell just Italian wine for a company and then I decided to just like start buying and bottle my own wine, you know, like from Italy, bring it in and I was making bubbles, right? And then I actually got married to uh, one of the largest winemakers in Washington and he's the father of my child. We're not together anymore. And we, we created two companies together. And uh, so I don't want him. So he is an owner of my companies and I don't want him to know about the mushrooms or he will literally murk me. That's why I never actually went and uh, kind of put the mushrooms together with the vineyards, you know? Uh, <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, it's like my little secret. It's my little world. But fortunately, here is the criminalized. So in Colorado, it's legal now. And uh, I'm just hoping that this stuff is going to happen here in Seattle, too. Have you ever yeah. considered... Let's just go ahead wine. and keep yourself as secret as possible. Though, oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely don't want people to know who exactly you are. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. And because I'm so open, you know, like I'm I'm so loving and I trust everybody. Like everybody tells me all the time, be careful, girl. Like seriously, you will yeah. like have to be careful. <clears throat> yeah. For sure. They're called PO boxes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. Totally. 
But yeah, just be careful about like when you go on and you do interviews with people of trying to like dox yourself, you know, like being too easy to Google. Um, yeah. Just because you don't you, you don't want to you don't want to get in any trouble. It sounds like you got a bunch of really cool things going on. I really do. I really do. And yeah, that's the first thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Thank you for the advice. You see what yeah. I need, you guys? You need Thanks. to put me back in check and say, hey, don't no, we're just me. looking out yeah. for you, sweetie. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. All right. So how about this? Yeah. Why don't you give us a quick run on your chocolates and what Absolutely. kind of chocolates we got? Absolutely. So I've been a strong believer because, you know, I try to microdose here, microdose there. I try this strain, that strain, that strain. And every time I take a strain, I feel different, right? And then if right. I go back to that one strain, I feel that same way again. It's not that because today I felt like I went to for a walk and saw the same strain feel the same, but no, it actually strains the proteins specific. everything else. Yeah. yeah, I really feel like the strains have their specific, uh, you know, way to go about it, like their own. So <clears throat> what happened is that when I started making chocolate, I was like, I don't really like it like when i try to mix the strain like you get this weird feeling inside like the the yeah, mushrooms too much shit's are... trying to go on yeah like the mushrooms are fighting each other you feel right but when i make chocolates with specific strains uh they all had a purpose so right. i i started to decide to just label my chocolates with each strain and now i make strain specific chocolate which is i think this is the way that everybody should do it and i think it's a as, fantastic idea yes and as i right now like i wrote a list for you guys i have like white rhinos stormtroopers hillbilly ape leucistic mindfuck blue mini uh jack frost enigma which the enigma is oh, that yeah. juju Enema is, is bad juju, right? So, like, I give it to the right people that, like, I think that deserve it, like, to have it, you know? <laughs> uh, then there is Tati, Ghost, Iceberg, Gandalf, Malmec, and Solmak. Those, and, of course, as I grow and as you guys share with me the beautiful genetics, I would just, like, keep, like, making these strain-specific chocolates. And I make them, actually, uh, I make 5 grams, I make 8 grams, and I make 10 grams chocolates because... When I make the larger 24 squares, for example, at 10 grams, that's a perfect 0.4 microdosing square, right? Right. And so I usually talk to people and say, like, what are you trying to accomplish? Is it, it is, uh, you know, like, do you have, like, depression, anxiety? You want to have fun? And, like, uh, you have this, this, or that. And I try to be my own shaman, shaman kind of thing. Right. And, um, yeah, so that's uh, that's my, my goal. It's my thing. I love it. I love right. it, and people love it. So made you, so what, oh, that was 12, right? You got 12 different strains in chocolate? Uh, just right now. Like right, right, oh, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow yeah, yeah, there yeah. might be 15. We don't know exactly, yet. Exactly, exactly. We're going to have to send you a couple of really fun strains that are kind of oh, yeah. our, own, our own little things that we've came up with in our group. Yeah, so, that would be amazing. Like, you need tits, <laughs> what the bucket, yeah. and Lizard King. Oh, and uh, the Illusion Weaver Special Blue. That one is a beast. Oh, yeah. So this thing I never heard, the Blue Vuitton, I have it in uh, in grain right now. And then I have SV10 that I, I got from Fungalation. Like, he, brought, he sent me all these beautiful, beautiful uh, swabs. And, um, yeah, so all this stuff that I'm growing, ultimately, is all going to go to chocolate. 
yeah. And uh, and when people send me when people send me their um, genetics, I the first thing I do with my food is send them a bar of chocolate. So <laughs> there you go. I noticed that a lot of your most almost all of your strains are all giant friggin' fruits. Do you know that a lot of the smaller fruits are more potent? A lot of mo <laughs> more potent. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I just I just harvested the Nepal. Okay. And it was smaller, and it's so pretty. And I was like, I grew it because you like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. So you guys' advice is to grow smaller fruits, then? No, no, I'm... no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Some people like to grow because they want to show off the size and everything else of the fruits. But you know, a great flush to me is just as sexy as two two hundred fucking gram fruits in a tote. You know what I'm saying? Nothing totally. looks better than opening up that tub and seeing a nice full flush. I don't care if they're only three inches tall, but those nice purple heads, that'd be perfect. Yeah. So one time, I don't know if it was a wrong uh, spores or whatever, uh, because I put spores to agar, to grain, to blah, blah, of, of right. Pinus Envy. Okay. And uh, it came out like this carpet of beautiful golden uh with thin stems and stuff and i was like that looks more like i never seen a golden, a golden teacher, teacher. Yeah. yes yes so i'm like okay that was the prettiest stab i've, I've ever seen seriously nice. and but I, I don't know if it was penis envy it didn't look like it <laughs> no well i mean penis envy is um what do you want to say it's uh it's pretty phallic it definitely uh <laughs> you see uh yeah you really uh, can't mistake it for you anything can't mistake else it for anything else yeah I mean, but actually, I think it isn't Penis Envy is from B plus, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's a, a B plus. Hmm. No, that's PE plus. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. No, Penis Envy, I believe, was originally uh, started off as just a golden teacher's a mutant. Is an Amazonian rainforest created by both Terrence McKenna and Stephen Pollock in the seventies. Oh wow! Yeah, I got pictures. Yeah. I got pictures of the first grow that they ever did of it, and uh, it's pretty cool. It was in the old school, like ten gallon aquarium. Oh, that's what did it, the one where they had the little the, the little slant in there to keep all the moisture from hitting the shrooms. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, do you think that maybe mine reverted to normal golden teachers? Happens. Or okay. you could have just been sold something that wasn't what it said it was. And that happens much more. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, in fact, I do grow B plus, right? Because right. some people really like it, and it did kind of look like that. But the, my B plus looks also like my blue minis, and I'm a, like, okay. It's pronounced B positive. I don't oh, believe like him. I think it's bullshit. I it's B pronounced B positive. That's what everybody calls as B positive because it's. I have never. You're the first person in 23 years that I've ever heard call it. <laughs> it's called the original. It was called B positive because it makes you feel positive. That's why the guy came up with it, named it B positive. That's that that that's good to know. Now B pod is B positive. It is. No, don't fall for his shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not my shit. That's literally what the original was. But everybody just calls it, oh, B positive or B plus. I was like, well, then where's B negative and B divided? Right? Like it's, <laughs> I was just about to say that, but it sounded childish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
not childish enough or I would have positive. Yeah, because there there was a there was a C positive there for a while. But uh and then there was A plus, you know, like A positive, you know, and all these other ones. But uh, I don't ever remember whatever happened to the C positive one. I don't just so, kind of faded out of So what, the Avery Albino, is that Avery Albino positive or is that AA plus? Which one are we call that one? I have A positive. Now we gotta go positive. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna change it for the world. This is erroneous. <laughs> <laughs> it used there was the original A positive, which was an uh, Avery's. Uh, um, but yeah, like they were they were doing them named that be, because I don't know. But the B positive was specifically named because it was like B positive, but they they, they just shortened it to B plus because it fit on a foil. They could just write when they were doing prints, just a B and a plus Listen, sign. They can Are write psilocybin about- on a goddamn piece of foil. They can write B positive. Are you talking about B positive? <laughs> they do. They write B positive with a B and a plus sign. <laughs> like a B cool. That's what it was that originally. Like B positive being a good mood kind of thing. That's what you mean? Yes. Yeah. No way. That's literally what its name was B positive. P O S I T I V E. But they. They You're just called for it, Geneva. To Don't do it. I did. Plus. <laughs> I did. I did. You got me. I'm not kidding you. It's literally. Another look it up. I, <laughs> I am right now. It says Farrell is full of shit. Right here. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Note it. I have a little block notice here. Note it. <laughs> so, okay. How about this? Um, Your chocolates. Ugh. I don't know what. Uh, give us, give us. Some where are you of, giving it? Are you where are you getting your like? There we go. Bulk chocolate from. So I buy the most expensive, like those. Now I don't have it in front of me, but like you know those those chocolates that look kind of like an almond shape that um they and I melt them and I do like tempering, right? And uh, I just like so to it's do it. Shiny. Like, they are so shiny, yeah. Like I just like to buy the most amazing, and then I put uh, I like to put walnuts in it, you know. And I, I there is this machine called the the Thermomix. I don't know if you guys heard it. It and it cooks everything on this world. You can make cocktails with it. It's connected to the internet, so it gives you recipe. You can buy like anything, make risotto, make sauces. I have seen that, and it's like fucking three thousand dollars, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I so saw I, that. I bought myself the machine, and I make my chocolates with it. And uh, yeah, I just like to be high end. I don't know, like uh, Italian well, fabulous. Your right? packaging just screams high end. Yes. So yes. Yeah. Yes. I've tried. Uh, I've tried making chocolates, and I've never got the tempering right. Like, just never got it right. I don't know. The if trick I don't have the of the tempering. No, the trick of the tempering is stop warming it up when you still see the chips. They are not completely melted. That's where you get it out, and you keep mixing it. So the rest of the chocolate that is not melted to temperature yet, that's what's gonna keep your chocolate shiny. Oh. Just so you know. Yeah. Shit. Hold on, let me write that down. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the trick, and that's how you want to do it. And then, of course, like you have to go fast, yeah, right? I'm totally because, taking that note down yeah. too because I'm going to try this later. Now I'm yeah. going to ask I'm going to ask you a chocolate ball question that I it's to me it seems like common sense and that you have to do it. Do you add 
anything other than that. I mean, you know, I said walnuts. Do you like add lion's mane or anything else? I do. Had help. I do. Ah. Yeah, I do add lion's mane really, really often. Uh, I do buy the powder from Simon. You know, like he sells uh, the jars of right. uh, of lion's mane mycelium, and I just put a spoon of that in my chocolate <coughs> because I think it really it really helps people. Yeah, well, I, would, I, uh, I, I would I would buy it. He's not actually selling the fruit. He's he's selling the the mycelium. mycelium. Yeah, grain. the mycelium. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's yeah. that's like I, that's not like even close. Buying toenails, like, uh, <laughs> uh, sweetie, it's a it, the yeah. the guy's a great marketer. He's a great marketer. Buy the actual fruit powder, and there's a bunch of places to do it. I will shoot you a link of what I use. I buy off I, Amazon. I will sell you uh, Lion's Man. Please <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah, that's but, yeah. Don't buy the don't buy mycelial powder because it's it's. What he's doing is he's growing the fruit, selling the fruit, but then taking then, the leftover, the leftover block and grinding it up with everything in it and selling that mycelial powder. To that's people. what I was wondering. How you get the mycelium yeah. off of the, you know? He doesn't. You know I mean? No, he, he doesn't. That's why his shit's like uh, kind of gray, like when it's brown. So okay. uh, like, yeah, then you guys got a new customer. I'll buy the lion's mane from you guys because yeah, yeah like it, I'm, it's. It's yeah. It, it, he's a great marketer, and he's great at that kind of stuff. I don't really want to poop on him or anything like that. But whoever told him, "Hey, we can maximize your profits by selling people grain yeah. that has Cocoa been colonized," <laughs> because he made me believe that now the powder, the power of uh, the lion's mane is only in the mycelium. That's what he made me believe. <laughs> so now you guys are shocking me. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's that's craziness right there. But yeah, yeah. You know, most people, when you make the, you don't, you're not getting a. How many people have you heard eating lion's mane, you know, for food to go ahead and help with your mental and everything else? You know, they don't, they, they're not chewing on fucking blocks of fucking <laughs> hay, of, of hay. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm so, I'm so weirded out that he said that, that I can't even think of what I'm saying right now. <laughs> That's just crazy that he saw my ceiling and the substrate. That's awesome to know because I was like kind of like buying all this shit, right? And and he's expensive and I, I wanna help people. So I do put Lion's Mane in, in my chocolate. And uh yeah, that's a great pointer. Thank You're, you. You'd be so much better even just make growing your own lion's mane. Only it is so so easy to do. And then I you have just throw it in the dehydrator. Not, I have it in pubs and I was gonna ask some of you guys to help me because it's taking a long time and it's not coming out. So I think I did something wrong. Farrell is my gourmet guru. That's how we met. Is someone so, told me, hey, Farrell does all that stuff. He'll answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> I grew I grew gourmets. I've grown gourmets by literally the ton. Um and Lions Mane choke that shit out. Like <laughs> it's it's gonna sound bad, but you put it I grow it in bags and then I wait until it's like just choking out before I make a hole for the lion's made to come out of. If you the get bam. it, if you if you put it in a tub, it's got too much fresh That's air. It. And it'll, it is in it'll a tub, almost, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're so fruiting like just like a regular tub? Yeah, it won't. It won't yeah. Oh, yeah, that's never going to no. work. you got to okay, choke it tell out. Me what, so tell me what to do. Here's, tell me, tell me. here's how you can make your tubs fruit. 
is you're gonna go and you're gonna go get yourself a piece of plastic wrap and bubbles. push it down bubbles. on the push it just plastic wrap, just regular plastic wrap. You don't even need to do bubbles. You're just gonna push it down on top of your substrate and choke that shit out. Cut off all the air to it for a little while. And once okay. it's st- it'll it'll start looking like a like a solid perfect white under there. And then just make a couple of little holes. We're talking like pencil eraser size, tiny holes in that. And a huge fruit will pop up out of those tiny holes. Like a We're huge talking fruit. like half a basketball popping out of that. Yeah, thing. like huge, whole, huge fruit. So, yeah, you got to choke it out. Like you really okay. have to control how much. Bring tennis and naughty and just choke the living life out of it. Yeah. <laughs> while, it, while, it's, uh, while it's colonizing the bag, Lion's Mane likes a – it's a kinky girl. She likes to get choked out. Um, okay. Well, you see yeah. how much I'm learning today? Thank you, guys. No problem. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're going to do it in tubs, choke it out. Just I recommend if people are going to do it in tubs to not even – to 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 just have already holes drilled in the side of the tubs with a piece of tape over it and mm-hmm. just fill your whole tub up and then just line the top with, like, a garbage bag or something and just yeah. choke it out. Put some sand on top of there so the only way it could go is out the holes that you made. I'm just going to put it from, in bags. It'll actually it push the tape yeah. off that tub. Oh, it'll grow It'll grow through filter patches. We're talking a half micron filter patch. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. But it, it only does that once it gets choked out. So how lion's mane grows in the wild is it grows up underneath the bark of inside of the tree. And then when the bark gets damaged, it comes out. Right? Got it. So my question is, what's the ratio for substrate and grain and spawn? Okay. Uh, because if you're going to do a, uh, a, a wood lovers, like, like your, um, lion's mane or anything like that, the substrate is the food. The grain is just to carry the mycelium through the, the, the substrate. So how, yeah. So how you can use master's mix. It's more expensive. How I do it is I use cheap ass barbecue pellets. I just go to like Walmart or something and buy the, the, they're called. I have them sitting right here. Actually, they're called hardwood. They're called five star hickory and oak smoking pellets. I think there's. I pay seven dollars for a forty pound freaking bag, and uh, or this was sorry twenty pound bag. It's how much this one is, and I put sixty percent or seven sorry seventy percent those hardwood pellets and thirty percent alfalfa pellets, just like rabbit food, right? I'm so you get, down. Yeah, so seventy percent. Those cheap, they're hickory and oak barbecue pellets. Smells and, delicious. Oh, it smells amazing. And 30% just rabbit food pellets, like the, the just alfalfa pellets. Um, and I mix those up with hot water, and I throw a little coffee in there and some erythritol and, you know, a little, uh, you know, just random other stuff. Um, and there was on a floor uh, by oh, my feet. Really, pretty much. Like maybe, you know, a tablespoon of uh, magnesium. Uh, because this really allows them to get the calcium that's inside gypsum. of the alfalfa. Um, I never really use gypsum because you got alfalfa, and alfalfa has a lot of calcium in it, like uh, enough that they don't even have to. When you're giving like cattle like a lot of alfalfa, you don't even have to supplement them calcium. Ah. So, uh, but the alfalfa also breaks down to tricantinol, which is a massive growth stimulating hormone. Uh, that really works well for plants and mushrooms. And this is why I would get huge flushes uh, is because of using the alfalfa. And the alfalfa has plenty of 
like nitrogen. It has plenty of your calcium. It has all your B vitamins, your A vitamins, everything that a growing mushroom needs. So you're going to bring that mixture to field capacity and then bag it up and sterilize it. And then you're going to just put your grain. The only purpose of grain in um, gourmets is to just spread the mycelium through the, the, the hardwood uh, substrate. So you don't have to do a huge amount, like maybe a, a pint jar of, uh, of grain to like a five pound bag of the hardwood substrate, right? So it's just enough to spread the mycelium around. God. It's not actually eating the grain. It's eating it's it's eating the, the hardwood. The wood, yeah. And you should get as long as you keep it hydrated, like in between flushes. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna do bags, <clears throat> if you're gonna do bags, you're gonna cut a little half square shape. All right. So a flap, the flap would fold up. So if you just cut like two lines about two inches apart, and then one line connecting them. So that you could have a little flap you could fold up, right? Okay. But will natural but will naturally lay down against the bag. The so bag, you, yeah. That's all you're gonna perfect. Yeah, so that's all you're gonna do. Yeah, that's all you're gonna do when you get ready to fruit your bag and when your uh when your bag looks solid white, not wispy ass white, but solid white, you'll cut that little one little flap in there. Don't need to open it up or anything. Just that fresh air hitting the inside of the substrate will cause it to fruit out that hole. Now, when you're done, you can take a little piece of masking tape or whatever. After you've harvested, tape that back up and maybe a 10 cc, a syringe full of water or something. I'll take Damn like that bitch. A, yeah, I, I fill it back up with water. I put like I weigh the the mushroom and I I add almost that same weight of the mushroom of water back to the bag. Does that make sense? So if I get yeah, like a so pound of, if I get a pound of I mushroom, you, how about I give you like 10, 10 uh, chocolate bars if you make a video and post it on Discord? <laughs> Easy enough. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not that difficult. This is really, I'll just do it really anyways. simple. Yeah, I'm yeah. Do it anyway. Yeah. But uh, wow. this is super super simple, and you're gonna take it now. You can just. When you're ready to recolonize, just tape that little area closed, that little flap closed. Yeah. And let it recolonize. Let, leave it alone for about, you know, a week or so and then open it up again. You should be able to get five to six flushes until what will end up happening is your your block will actually shrink down to about one quarter the size that it was. And uh, at that point, you're not going to get anything else out of it. You might as well, you know, bury it somewhere and let it do. Take it to the things. vineyard. Take it to the vineyard. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That's I can take to the vineyard. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. It, it's not. It's not pathogenic. It's not going to hurt anything at all. Um, it won't. You know, they won't hunt down and kill anything. It's a really, really good chance that it won't even survive in the wild because most of these strains that we are growing, that are domesticated gourmet mushrooms, are so baby that they're not going to do too well going it back won't. to the wild. Which yeah, also yeah. brings me back to I was right with the UV light. Once it gets UV light, dies. Yeah. Well, so yeah, what do you is... guys think of the UV light? Because I bought it, but then I never used it. I've been using it for I've used sterilized. When I've used when I've used UV light before is I make them in my I'll make my flow hood and I'll put one in behind the the filters in the flow hood. Um, okay. And so it's just inside the box, but I'll put the I'll line the box with like aluminum foil. 
so it's like okay. shiny as shit back there. But okay. uh, I don't. Do I think it does anything? Eh, maybe. It's kind of cool to be able to flip that thing on, and and uh, your your the the face of your your flow hood kind of slightly glows a little bit. That's cool yeah. as shit. That's worth it to me. I'll buy it. Yeah. I, I use yeah. an aquarium with an aquarium light, a UV light for the top of the aquarium. Yeah. And I just that put works. my stuff in the aquarium. So whenever I'm working and I have it sterilized or anything, it just lights up the whole room and I've got a tan at the same time. Yeah. Dude, I so, worry about that. that. That UV light is so bad for your eyes, buddy. No. Like, so listen, so listen yeah. what happened to me. I had no idea. So my neighbor, he's a chemist. He's amazing. He even made a, this, uh, this liquid for me that, that kills mold. So if I see contamination anywhere, I spray this thing that he made for me and it kills the mold. It's um, unbelievable. It's called and so he has this parasitic huge... acid. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went to his house because I wanted to use his flow hood because it's so big for one of my videos on, on Instagram. And I worked on this suit for hours, this and that. And then I go, I go for dinner with my nanny, my daughter's nanny. And she's like, you are so tan. And I'm like, I am. And then I was thinking and my face was burning the next day. And then I called P-Funk and I'm like, I don't understand why I'm so tan. Like, could it be the flow hood? And he's like, girl, you have to be careful. I'm like, my eyes were burning. I and... went blind for a week because I was loading stuff. Um, I was loading ammo underneath a UV light that my father installed at his house. So I was there for like over an hour just loading shells. Oh, I remember that. Right? I was blind <laughs> for almost God. a week. They actually had to put ads no, in my eyes. No, you can permanently blind from that shit, too. Yeah, if I would have been there for 30 though. minutes, I'd have been done. I had no yeah. idea. Like, I had no idea. And I was there working, getting all passionate, making my plates. And I'm like, gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. UVC oh. light is the one that, that sterilizes everything. And that is really, really, really bad in your eyes. It's the one that's kind of that bluish color. It's Yes. Yep. Yeah, super bad for you. Super bad. It's also the one that will cause cancer. So it's it's uh it, it's awesome. definitely something that you don't want to expose yourself to. That's why they always have it installed in a box or something. Like the ones that do your whole house, they install them in your ductwork, like up in your roof, so it sterilizes the air that flows through the ducts in your house. Um, but you don't ever get exposed to it. Is that why, the same like, shit? Is that the same stuff they use for tanning beds? No, they use okay. UVA and UVB light for tanning beds. U UVC light would would not be good for tanning beds. UV UVC is a weird blue light for tanning beds. It's not like the purplish kind of light for the tanning beds. It's a weird, like almost aquamarine blue light. That's uh -huh. UVC, and UVC is not good. When we use it to sterilize stuff in in the hospital. Um, we have to like be really. We have to evacuate the area. You know, we have a little blocks yeah. we put underneath the door. Uh oh, no! I was just. I was. No, I was just. I, I just muted it. Why? I I gave her the. Uh, she's got her own set of kitchen knives. There we go. And she, oh, she wow, wanted her that's that's good. Well, they're. They're plastic, right? Okay. But they, <laughs> they, oh, they look like great parents. They look they they look like chef they look like chef knives, and they cut vegetables, but they won't cut skin. I bought them on Amazon. They're super amazing because I teach my daughter to cook. I love to cook. Like I cook like yeah. five star chef, and yeah. uh, so See, she helps yeah. me in the kitchen all the time. She's currently uh, cutting up a ton of play doh, 
And uh, she wanted her, her knives, so I had to grab them for her real quick. So she was daddying me to get her, her knives. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to mute cute. her real quick. <laughs> yeah. She's just oh, been I, sitting I just bought uh, the, the full set. You know, have you guys heard of the Cutco knives? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they so work. I just yeah, bought Cutco. the full set of it. They're not pretty, but they work really good. Yeah, no, they work really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they work really well. I use a lot of uh, the same guys that make this, the Victronics knives. They're the same guys that make the Swiss Army knives, mm -hmm. like uh, Victronics or Victronics. I don't know how to say it, but I love their stuff. Oh, my gosh. It's all industrial-looking knives. They're not pretty, but, my God, they hold a freaking uh, an edge. But I blacksmith, and I make some of my own chef's knives, and I make chef's knives that I sell. And um, they're... It's a lot of fun, man. I've got more knives than I know what to do with. I've got these magnetic wow. bars, like, going all over the place in the kitchen that they're all stuck to. So, Well, I was born as a, as a salesperson, so uh, I'll be happy to sell your knives around the world. <laughs> I've, I've got a beautiful wife who is a super salesperson herself. Uh, she works for an overseas uh, security company and, and runs a lot of their sales stuff. And I am not a salesperson. My sales pitch is buy my shit or stop breathing my air. And uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> You'd be amazed. It really works, though. Oh, yeah, I bet. I can't sell. I can't sell anything. I'm a big, scary-looking guy. I can't tell anything. I start talking to someone, and their eyes glass over, and they look like I'm about to beat them or something. So uh, mm -hmm. I just I let my wife handle all that. You guys would probably get along great, honestly. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what I love about this community? I'm becoming friends with uh, all the wives, you know, like, so and awesome. all these people. Yes. And like, now I am uh, on all their DMs on uh, on Instagram or on, on Discord. And just I'm finding girlfriends. I love it. You know? Yeah. And my, my boyfriend is actually incognito inside of my, of my Discord, you know, but he never goes on it. I'm like, I want you to make sure that you feel comfortable you know, you with me talking to all these people, you know what I mean? So, like, Thanks. feel free to check anytime because we all joke around and, like, people might think people are flirtatious or whatever, but we're not. We're just a big family, you know what I mean? That's what you say. Yeah. You got to be careful. Some people are just weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm weird yeah. as hell, but, uh, <laughs> but no. Well, they're weird and they're fucked up. You know, we're yeah. fucked up, not weird. <laughs> <laughs> we have a best way to be. The community. The community within, like, with, with the mushrooms is way different than any of the other communities that I've ever been part of. Like, I, I'm part of like a, like a wine and beer making community, and everybody's kind of stuck up. I'm, uh, I, I'm in a like, you know, I've been in weed grower groups and stuff like that to learn different stuff, and everybody's like, oh, I've got this super secret I'm not going to share with anybody, and uh, you know, it, and everybody they're really clickish, and then you get into the the mushroom growing community, and everybody's chill, man. Everybody's really really friendly. And yeah. I think, it's it's great. Like I would have absolutely no problem walking into an auditorium full of, you know, mushroom growing folks and just Shoot the hanging shit. out and talking and bullshitting. And I wouldn't feel at all weirded out or, or, or anything. And I wouldn't feel intimidated. But you, but go you put into, me in, a, in an auditorium full of crackheads and it's a different story. Yeah, yeah well, like I tell you. You'll I be lucky to get out of there. Like I tell you, I hate 
<laughs> I hate the yeah. wine business. Like the, that said, that people are mean. They're cutthroat. Like it's not. It's not fun. People think that I have so much fun, and like my boyfriend actually was talking to me about it the other night. It's like, why don't you create your own brand again and start something new? I'm like, no, no. Like the mushrooms world is so amazing, and everybody in it is so nice. And the wine is not the same. You're right. It's not the same. I think my you're in the right is that business. If everything gets legal, yeah, that we can all do this shit. Exactly. I, I think you're I think you're right right there in the right place, honey. Um because it's just starting to get to the point where it's widely accepted. And it's not only just widely accepted for recreational use, but also therapeutic use. Therapeutic. And in the next yeah. I, I think in the next three to five years, you're gonna see a widespread push to make it just as accepted or more so than marijuana is. Mariana. And I, I think you're in the perfect zone there, doll, to get to be really kick ass at this and take your chocolates and go big with them. I think yeah. you're gonna yeah. do really well. Yeah. <laughs> she's already she already she already got her shit branded like she's been doing it for years. Oh no. You're 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 you're, you're, you're already Discord famous. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you guys. I'm so I'm just so excited to have found this world. I really am. I'm having so fun much to, fun. You're the funnest person we've interviewed in a this long is, time. I can say this is the best interview we've <laughs> had. <laughs> Normally these things go to shit like five minutes in. This has yeah. been great. In Italy, we like to have fun. That's what we do. In yeah. Italy, Italian people like to have fun. Kind of like Brazilians and Mexicans, like we just love to love and have fun. That's what we are in this world for, you know. Yeah, my wife's my wife's Mexican. Yeah. she's she's a little she's a little she's a little spirited. I find them to be a little stabby. She's a little stabby. Yeah, she's a little stabby. I'm sure I would love her. Yeah, that's oh, those yeah. are the people that I like to hang out with. You know, like let's talk real. Let's be real. You know. Oh yeah, that's a lot of fun. I'm really, I'm really excited to see where you go with this in the future. You're doing great things. Thanks. Yeah, like, and you know, like, and I always like ask people. That's the thing. Like, be humble. Ask people. Don't be afraid of make mistake. Repair those mistakes. You know, and keep going. Keep going. You know, that's my 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 thing. Oh, do you gotta um? Do you want to give out your Instagram or anything like that? Yes, yeah, so I have two Instagrams. Uh, they already been taken down twice, but uh, one is uh, Grow Shrooms uh, with a, a low dash in between growing shrooms, and there is where I'm trying to teach everybody that doesn't know how to grow how to grow. Awesome. And uh, the other one is called Micro Mushrooms, which is micro dot mushrooms, and there is where I teach how to microdose. You know, like, and th that one is being taken down. I, I had a thousand two hundred followers within less than a month. I was talking about trip reports and stuff like that, but they, they took it down because I was talking about every single strain, what they do for you and this and that. Now I have to be more careful and less specific and I'm trying to find some loopholes so they don't take me down again. Did but, you back up your videos? Uh, yes. Yes. You should, did you put them on your discord? Yes, you know what? I started sharing uh, the videos that I that I do on Discord, and now right. I'm actually inviting people from the Instagrams 
to the Discord, but you never know who be, you're talking to, right? I, I was gonna say you want to be careful with Discord. Like we have, we we like we started Fafo Cult to do this, you know, to get out to help everybody, you know. But we have a home, <laughs> you know. We've got yeah. a we've got one. I I think I've got that down to about thirty people now. You know, they're family, you know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. we've, all incri- we've all incriminated each other enough times that we know where the bodies are buried. So there no, we know, we know everything about everybody. Yeah. My discord is uh, micro mushrooms and now has probably 50 people. And uh, some of these people, like I know, but I don't know well, you know, and, uh, right. uh, I don't know, do I want to grow it? But I don't think so. I'm really happy. There is very quiet, you know, like, uh, uh that Paul told me like, it's so quiet in here. When yeah. <laughs> First time I went in there, I was like, what the hell's going on? There's nobody talking. <laughs> wow. We're always talking in ours, but we use it to like, you know, like I said, over the years we became like family and you know? like they've watched my little crazy daughter here grow up. And we're all like, like I, we, if we had the opportunity, we'd all move to the same area together, you know, like <laughs> one giant lab, one giant lab, yeah, just one, giant one huge, one, one huge farm and just kick ass. And but, this is uh, the uh, thing. I'm getting so attached to all you guys. I want to meet you in person. Like, and like nobody ever talks about like, oh, get together and just. Oh, like, we do. We talk about it all the oh, time. Yeah. We're having one shortly We're, uh, with our family. Yeah. Can I be yes. invited? I know I'm new, <laughs> but can I be part of it? You know, now that I called you on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. what the thing is, is me and my wife are, are, are buying a new farm. And so oh, once we once we finish buying our new farm, we're going to hold a, a get together for our, our micro family and uh, have everybody come out. and Well, probably just use them as slave labor. Uh, but totally. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Do it now. Just do but, it. Uh, it's it's gonna be fun. It'll be really fun. We had we had a really large farm beforehand, uh, but then my wife had a super rough pregnancy, and we ended up uh, having to move back to the city because our daughter was born as a little tiny preemie, like she fit in my hand. How her whole how body. much did you weigh? Oh, how much did you weigh? You weighed, you weighed about a pound, didn't you? <gasps> pound. No Damn. way! No way! Yeah, she she yeah she was born way 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 early. They actually had to uh, put basically my wife, like her legs up in the air to keep her in and give her a whole bunch of drugs to try to get her lungs to mature. Because they, they told us that like, hey, you know, she's got like an 80 percent chance of not making it. And, oh, it's uh, a miracle, baby. Do you call yeah, her Chance so then, or something? Did you give her one of no. the special names that you give when she's they're a, born? She's just the way I call her the tiniest beast. But uh, <laughs> that's why everybody calls her tiniest. Because uh, she was the tiniest mycologist. Yeah, she was little bitty, and we spent six. Uh, we we had to we moved into the city because we needed to be next to the the NICU because we spent six uh, weeks just living in the NICU basically, and then you know she had a bunch of doctor's appointments and stuff like that afterwards. But she's perfectly normal now, as you can hear. She talks like crazy. Yeah, and, uh, so she's, cute. But uh, no, she's perfectly normal now. She's just a normal little, like almost four year old. But I, I make her help me with everything. Yeah. His yeah, his measurements are either by beers or by tiny hands. So if <laughs> yes. you ever, he's, he'll he'll be like, I need uh, three cups of honey and then two tiny hands of. <laughs> well, her little hands, her little hands are like like basically a tablespoon. So like you know, it's it's a real easy measurement. But uh, I make her help me cook. 
she helps me everything, man. She likes operating the um I use a to make my substrate, and this is something you might want, is I bought a cheap uh um concrete Wait. mixer. Don't say where we're not sponsored yet. <laughs> oh yeah. So by a large company that starts that rhymes with Arbor. <laughs> yeah. Arbor eight. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Arbor eight. And yeah. uh <laughs> wish they'd sponsors. We buy so much shit there. And uh well, if you get an opportunity, you want to buy the floor model. Do you not buy the one that comes in the big box because it has like two hundred pieces? It's a biatch to put together. But uh, I use it to make all my substrate, to make all my grain spawn, to mix anything I'm going to mix up. I mix it in there. And Tiniest loves pushing the on and off button and throwing random things in there. Like, I'll be, like, making substrate. Next thing you know, there's Why is a, there a frog you know, in the fucking thing? Yeah, there's there's a there's a Sonic the Hedgehog toy in there. Just, I'm just going to town in the substrate. <laughs> He's going for a ride. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, we have. She loves it. She, I help. She helps me do with everything, man. She helps me with everything. We go. That's she's awesome. my sidekick. Children are beautiful. I love my daughter. She is crazy, but I love her so much. She's a mini me, mini uh, me. Yeah. Like well, I'm thankful that my daughter is a lot like my wife. Uh, <laughs> if she was like me, it would and be. And you gave her be, knives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So, okay. She's just naturally attracted to the knives because she's a lot like my stabby wife. <laughs> what are you doing there, Tiny? You want to say hello? Say hello. Hello. There you hello. Go. <laughs> hello. Tiniest needs her own microphone. Oh, man. Like when I'm editing everything, she has her own uh, headphones and she sits here next to me and listens to the whole thing. She knows all your voices. Like she's yeah. like, that's Deadpool. That's Triv. You know, she that's knows so everybody. Cute. Deadpool's that's playing so... games again. So where <laughs> like... Deadpool where Deadpool comes from? Why did you choose that name? I just really wanna know and I'm gonna ask on the podcast because I really uh. not wanna know. When I was a kid, I was massive, massive, huge collector of comic books. Like, I paid for my college by selling my comic books. And uh, New Mutants number 98, Deadpool was its first first edition. And he's been my favorite comic book character ever since. I have a, a GameCube in my office where my name is Deadpool from 1998. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, I've, it's just been my nickname ever since. And. You know, now they have movies. You. Now there's movies out with them, and I was I, like, "Oh, you're yeah. a bandwagon jumper." I'm like, "I got yeah. news for you, buddy. I've been a I've been a hard dead hard hard fan since that came out forever." You know, so you know. I gotta tell you, when you pop up on my DM because of your your logo, you know, like he's intimidating. I was yeah. like, this guy is intimidating. I was like, it took me a second to get comfortable talking to you. I was like, yeah. what's up? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes, I exude uh, distrust. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is he talking to me? Who right? is this person? <laughs> ah, he's a big teddy bear until he fights off bears with a hockey stick. That bear deserved to smack in the face with messing with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 She's like she wants a hockey stick and a bear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. guys. But, well, it was wait. First off, 
Oh, you have oh, to do the time. giveaway. The giveaway. The yes, giveaway. there's a, we oh, got a giveaway. Yes. Okay, yes. so now there's I had one set up already. Ginevra okay. went ahead and she's added some in with it now. So we. What's got, it all up now, to now? Let's rehash. Now, okay, it's gonna be. Uh, you're getting. She. Oh yeah, you first. What, what chocolate are you giving? I'm doing that. Doing three. Yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you said so, ape, I think. Yes, I'm gonna do a eight gram ape chocolate bars. I'm gonna give away three of them, and uh, I recommend. I strongly recommend not taking the entire thing, of course. <laughs> Be safe out there because they're very strong. Uh, and, eight grams uh, of ape is a, is a party. That's a party. Yeah, yeah so yeah. be careful. Just like uh, just do a couple of squares. They'll fuck you up anyway, so right, don't right. worry. So yeah. now I guess since I got three bars, um, yes. I was only going to do two giveaways, but now I'm going to do three. So now the there'll only, be three winners. Yeah, the only thing I want to say, I do put I nuts in all my chocolate. So if who wins is allergic to chocolate or is vegan or this or that or that or that, uh, I make mm. my, my chocolate by order. So like I can tweak them any way you guys prefer. Yeah. Or life's a shit sandwich. Take a bite anyways. So, <laughs> yes. That's what I say about that one. Okay. <laughs> all right. Janira, give, give, give me a password. Because I'm going to DM three people, and they have to do the password because they have to listen to your podcast to know who you are to get your chocolate. Let's do Coco, C-O-C-O. Okay, Coco it is. All right, Coco. It's a very I, appropriate, very appropriate like one. Very yeah. good. I like it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right, so do you have anything else you want to tell anybody? I just love you people. That's what I want to say. Thank you for including me and uh, thank you for making me part of this amazing world that is just like fills up my heart every day. I am such a happy person because That's of you people. Awesome. Hey, yeah. Hey, thank you for coming on. Like I said, but when I saw you jump in there to the, the, the server, I was like, I've heard people talk about her before. So I, <laughs> yeah. you know, I gave her a quick stalking and I asked her to come on. And, you know, so. Thank you so we much. We try to. You've been great. You've been the best best one we've had uh, on a Monday. We we like to try to end every one of our like podcasts with something real positive. So we try to go around and see if everybody has anything positive to say, like for the for the listeners. So yeah. what do you got, Deadpool? Um, if you don't like chocolate and you don't like nuts, try it anyways. You never know. You <laughs> yeah. might feel what's a little death? What? Well, yeah. What's? What are epipens anyway? Like, or give yeah. it to your grandma. There give you it go. To your grandma. Huh. If, you if you don't have an epipen on you, you shouldn't have fucking. Have you guys seen the the the? Um, they're working with the psilocybin and Alzheimer's patients. Have you guys seen that stuff? I have seen that one. That's mm. pretty cool. Yeah. No, but yeah. I've seen that they, in Australia now they did some research with the lions, man, and and uh, and dementia yeah. and all that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I saw. And so they all I, work together. Like I said, with the lions, man, and yeah, chocolate, they, they all work together to speak a like a cohesive friggin' attack on the mind. Tried to re- well, basically a reset, almost make a new lions, man, is a massive uh, potentiator of uh, psilocybin. It, it definitely makes it a lot stronger. Yeah. For real? Uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, oh, so yeah, I was asking if you put the lion's mane with the chocolate bars because that'll make it that much stronger. We're talking. Yeah, I don't quite a bit double, stronger, but like one and a no. half times as strong as maybe what that's it would the secret be. of my chocolate because everybody talks about my chocolate and, the, and how different they are from any other chocolates. See? Maybe yeah, that's so the, the lion's. 
the lion's mane opens up the neurons and then you yep. throw the psilocybin in there and it connects everything and it just makes it way more of an intense experience. There you have it. Here we yep. go. Hmm. Nice. So nice. now you, gotta, you might want to add a little bit more lion's mane. Yeah. Okay. I totally will. But. I will. All right. So other than that, I mean, what do what, you got anything you want to say? Something like, nice. Today. Are you talking to Ginevra? Yes, yes ma'am. Uh, I'm not feral, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to ask the people that um, there are in the community if they could they could please start sharing their trip reports more often because those are very important for others, you know, to be able for us to know which strain does what for which people. That's the only favor I would ask if anyone can, uh, if anyone could just start sharing that. It would be very yeah. important for my research. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. It definitely helped in all aspects of microdosing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because we want to know what these these mushrooms are doing, and uh, of course, I'm trying to learn all these new strains, and a lot of people name them. I don't even know what they are, and uh, there you have it. Yeah, yeah. Farrell yeah. came up with a new one yesterday. It's called Chicken Fucker. It's brilliant. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> That is, that's a good one. Like, you know, I used to live in, you know, I, I grew up outside of Rome and, um, you know, I, I used to be in my summers, I lived in Capri and in my winter I lived in Rome and I had this huge farm where I had, you name it, we had like monkeys, lions, snakes, uh, dogs, oh, like all yeah, of it. That's not a farm, you lived on a zoo. That's a I zoo. know, it was really a zoo. <laughs> my mom, my mom, my, my dad is a doctor, my mom is a hippie and now she, my mom moved to Chile in Patagonia in an island off of an island living with her husband and they live off the land is so beautiful and when I grew up I used to have this helper from Ecuador and I was like in my early 20s I, I moved to America when I was 25 and he was telling me how in Ecuador actually they used to they had a chicken farm and him and his friend used to fuck the chickens all righty then <laughs> Well, that's so that a dark turn. Right. <laughs> it was all, I'm, I'm glad this happened yeah, at the it, end. It was all, <laughs> we were all wholesome. Yeah, that's a rabbit hole. So it was all it was all wholesome and everything. Like, oh man, I grew up on a farm. It was great. I bet you took the chicken. It was like okay, then. It just made me think of it because it's such a weird story that like I had to share it, guys. Hey, no, believe believe me. I appreciate that story. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's a matter of fact that you might you might have just named the episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm not gonna go to details because I could, but oh boy, oh boy. Let's not let's not do that. Right now, <laughs> this, this episode up until now was moderately family friendly. Yeah, I know. And, and, and it was and it was it was oddly professional. It was kind of it didn't feel it didn't feel good at all. It was weird. No, we didn't. Oh we didn't have God. to like bust out the goat noise. I, I, yeah, I don't even have it out now. It's like what the heck? <laughs> Literally, my my cheekbones are hurting from laughing. You guys, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm dying. Right. So that was my positive note. I gave it to you. Right. You see? Yeah, yeah. Ecuadorians like, like chickens. That's a great positive. Yeah. <laughs> great positive note. <laughs> Just piss off the men people. are men, and the chickens are scared. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. 
Well, my positive note is <laughs> my positive note this uh, this week is going to be hug somebody you love, tell them that you love them. You never know when you're going to have any sort of fallen out with them, and if you have a fallen out with somebody, reach out to them and make sure that they're okay. Uh, we love our listeners. Thank you for listening. This is just one of our fun little Monday interviews, getting introducing new people in the community to everybody else and the community to them. As always, you can find us at FAFO Cult on Discord. We can also have our Venmo is at FAFO Cult. If you send us any money, we will definitely use it for nothing good. It'll go to pure debauchery. <laughs> maybe, appreciate... not, maybe now a couple of chickens. Maybe now a couple of chickens, yes. With the price of eggs, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, like I literally, like my old house, I'm sorry, but my old house, it was a little off from downtown where I'm now. And I I had 17 chickens in the city. And one time the, the chicken control board or whatever called me because this is America. In Italy, they would just show up and murk you, right? In America, they <laughs> called you, they call you, it's like, this is the, the chicken control board or whatever. And we are going to come to check on your house because we heard you have chickens. You know what I did? I parked the 10 chickens in my car and parked the car three blocks away. And then when they arrived, I had the, the eight chickens. There is the limit you can have in the city. I'm like, thank you for the heads up. Right. <laughs> Idiot, no, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Chicken smuggling. Good time. I was. Yeah, because the, the homemade eggs is the best of the best. Come I, I literally oh, yeah. have uh, 22 chickens. You have and, not, and not one of those chickens has been fucked. All right. <laughs> yes, they are. <clears throat> they are. They are pure as the wind-driven snow that they are now walking on, <laughs> trying to find the thing. A little it limp a there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is good. all right, guys. We okay, love you guys. Okay. Love we're going to see you all in the Discord. All right. Okay. Love you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> 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 All right, later.